Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Man Name United podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. We're back to the regular scheduling after the Sarcasm City TV specials all week. Big up to all the new people who joined during last week with all the big content creators I had on. Salute to all the special guests, of course. But we're back here, Ivorian Spice, Red United TV in the building. Before we even get to anything football, how you doing, man? You good? Absolutely wonderful, bro. The, the break wasn't needed as well. Um, while you was doing your thing, you know, I took a bit of rest as well. Rest by yeah, get man. myself recuperated, recharge the battery for the for the amount of streams that we'll be doing this Facts. season Facts. as well. Beautiful fight that we saw. We never got to talk about it as well. Oh, we'll Deep talk about it at the end. Hundred yeah. percent. We'll talk about and that at the end. Enjoy the wedding as well at the same time, man. So so your boy Aaron Spice is good, man. We're looking forward to the new season and the 100%. news that we're discussing today. But big up to everyone that's tuning in. As always, smash that like button, subscribe yes. as well, and share across all social media platforms as well, bro. Let's get Maybe. to it, Flawless. But Flawless, how are you? How are you? Sorry, to my side here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm good, man. Oh, bless. Aside from football, I'm good. Um, it's always good doing the specials because it's always something different. It's just something different and just chopping it up. Like I said, we're the biggest and best content creators and hearing their thoughts not only on their team, but also get their thoughts on Manchester United if they're not Manchester United fans. But it's good hearing from them in regards to rivals as well and just them speaking for an hour and 15, hour and a half, sometimes two hours as well, like for in, in, in full. That's what it is. You get their full thoughts and opinions and you see them at their very best. That's what it is. When you get the likes of a Saeed and Matisse... Uh, Grizz, the list goes on, and Norodin, and James Redmond, the, everybody you, like I have on in them. When you just hear them talk, just straight, you know what I'm saying, for a, for a long period of time about their team, you're like, ah, this this is why you are where you are, and you have the success that you have. have. And I'm there as a fan, I say all the time. And I'm doing them specials, all them people who are on, yes, I'm cool with them now, but I was a fan first, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm still a fan now. I always tell them, I knew you before you knew me even though we're now cool and I get to chop it up with you. So, yeah, man, um, aside from football, I'm all blessed. And with Manchester United, even more blessed. I can't believe what we're doing. So we're <laughs> going to get into that. I really can't believe what we're doing. But like Ivorian said, make sure you hit the like button on the video, whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back. Share across all the social media platforms you are active on. And that's me, Flawless, on Twitter. Make sure you lot start following me, retweeting and liking, because they're now paying on Twitter. So, therefore, I might have to buy that tick. I may have to buy that tick. So I need you lot, I need you lot to start engaging with me on Twitter even more so because I'm debating it. I might do it from next month. So I need you lot to retweet and like, make sure you follow me at That's Me Flawless. And of course, subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV, and subscribe to Ivorian's channel as well. Please keep all your comments or your questions, Manchester United related, please, people. Manchester United related, please make sure you keep all your comments, every question related to our football club and there's a lot going on you can see from the title Manchester United reject bids for Harry Maguire and Scott McTominay there's talks of Fred leaving talks of Donny van der Beek leaving Dean Henderson leaving heavily linked with Amrabat still heavily linked with um Tedibo as well obviously like I've already mentioned it's the start of the Premier League weekend this week like by the time we do the show Next week, this time next week, we would have played Wolves. So me and Ivorian will be here recapping it. But we'll start with Harry Maguire. We'll, we'll start with that, us rejecting the bid 
thoughts on that? Are you happy we rejected the bid because you're looking at more money? I believe this is the second bid. Or would you have sold him for the 30 mil? Are you happy then seem to be looking for 35, 40 M's? Listen, I would have swapped him for a PS5, fam. I'll be honest with you, bro. Do you get me? That's how much little value that we need in terms of Harry Maguire. Like, hmm. the fact that when they bid it 20 million, I was, and they rejected, I was like, freaking, bro, like, we all thought, we will take him for 20 million. And then West Ham came back with another 10, added on a 10 million bid to, to match, match United's valuation, which is about roughly 35 million. And um, today I'm thinking, why did they reject it? If you're close to the valuation, you know, hmm. and if they want more money, that's them. But as a fan, not as an owner or a businessman or CEO of Manchester United, as a fan, speaking purely as a fan, I would have taken that money, you know, for Harry mm -hmm. Maguire. 30 million. I don't think you can get any more than 30 million for Harry Maguire. But if they do, well, that's great business for Manchester United. Great negotiation skills for Manchester United if they get it for close to about 35 to 40 million. But I don't see a reason why they rejected that bid, you know. It's not like Harry Maguire was doing terrifically well last season to make you think, no, 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 no. Feminine ain't enough, you know. The guy was had the most clean sheets, and you know, you know, scored a couple of goals, instrumental in defense. So we expect yeah. nearly 50 million. It wasn't that case. It, it's a case of we need to get rid of you, big man. You know, mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. we need to get rid of you. You're 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 uh, what's what you call it? You're, you're a detriment to the team. team. You're a detriment mm. to the team. You cause chaos, you know, even in pre-season, you saw the mistakes that he made. Nothing has changed, even though you went to to train with the great Ricardo Cavallo, you know, nothing to me has shown me that Harry Maguire has improved from all the mistakes he's been making for the last three seasons. Yes, three seasons, yeah. guys. So the, for the fact that the club rejected, I think they're smoking crack, honestly speaking, or some good weed, bro. They've been smoking and thinking they can get way more than 30 million because... Even the Mitomini one, but we'll talk about Mitomini's one. But Harry Maguire, I, I don't know. I'm thinking, we all think the club wants to get as much as they can. They want to extortionate West Ham as much as they can because they know they have money. They have 105 million sitting in the bank. Yeah, because we, got we need to recuperate. And, we, and, and I understand, we've been taking for decades in the transfer money. I mean, the transfer window for a very long time. So it's about time we roll our sleeves up and say, you know what, would the Tyrone of this transfer window, you know, we are not going to get bullied. We're going to bully you. We're just going to try and see whether we can get a cheeky 35 to 40 million for, you know, a fridge. Him by himself. Large of everyone in the chat. I see Large you lot. I'm going to give my, my thoughts on it. In regards to Maguire, I think we are we are playing a very dangerous game in terms mm -hmm. of I would have took the 20 million, 100%. Mm -hmm. It seems Manchester United want more. Some of our fan base, crazy enough, are like, no, we should get more. But one, we don't rate him. Two, he's our fifth choice centre-back. Mm -hmm. So expecting big money for your fifth choice centre-back because other teams sell players deemed not good or unproven or you haven't played in the Premier League for big money is not the smart. It's not a logical way to think about transfers. Just because other teams do great business, so Chelsea, for instance, have managed to sell Mount and Havertz for big money. But just be, just taking those two deals and go, well, they sold their dead wood or players deemed not good enough for big money means we should. It doesn't work like that. The market determines your worth and your value. And I said, when we sold him, when we rejected the initial bid for 20 million, I said, it's either this could be take this 20 million now or he's still here at, um, when the transfer window closes. And if Harry Maguire is still here, when the transfer window closes, that's on us. Now there's mm -hmm. been 30 million. 
Now, now, and that bid has reportedly been rejected. And my thought process is the same. When I have sold him for the 30 M's, yeah, I can't even believe we're getting that much for him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great, I think that's a phenomenal deal for us. Talk about um, getting big money for players who are not worth it. That's Harry Maguire. Nobody thinks his value is 30 million. Mm-hmm. If he had performed elsewhere at a top club we, and we were paying 30 million for him, our fan base, me and Ivorian included, mm-hmm. would be absolute, this makes no sense. This is crazy. He's going into his fourth season and hasn't performed well in any season. There's no season where you can say he was seven out of ten or above. He's never been average. Mm-hmm. Now let's call a spade a spade. He's been fours, threes, and twos. So what are we talking about? And I believe we are playing um, a very dangerous game. Noble, Noble says they are making an improved um, offer, so we should be calm. I hope so. Because like I said, if he's still here come when the window closes, that's on us. And that's bad business on our part. It seems that we're not too far away from valuation, so we're going to get that extra $5 because reports are saying we want 35 mm-hmm. Reports also came out, how true as I don't know people, let me know in the comment section, that he wants the move to West Ham. And Maguire is keyed on the move because he wants to play football again. And reality, he has kicked in. And I said that, even though people criticised him for working with Carvalho, like, what's he mm-hmm. going to do? He's not going to improve you. That's the first time I think he's ever had self-reflection. That's why I don't criticise that move. I actually praise the move of him going to work with Carvalho. Do I believe it changes him as a defender and makes him incredible and good enough for Manchester United? No. But what it shows is, I'm not good enough. I need us. I need help. Nothing wrong with that. Because mm-hmm. one of the biggest criticisms myself, I've already mm-hmm. and many Manchester United fans have had, is him when he talks publicly. And the arrogance in which he has spoken with and the lack of self-awareness was absolutely was absolutely astounding the lack of self-awareness when he came out and said I get a Manchester United captain and every manager plays me I play for England so I must be good and it's the lack of leadership around me I need pace around me posting his stats on Instagram all these type of things all these things that smack you in the face with lack of self-awareness but going to work with Carvalho is actually him saying I'm not I'm not at the level required for the first time I don't know why it took him three four years you need to get some real people around you <laughs> that's what that, that's what that is because if you believe your performances were up to scratch in a Manchester United shirt it's crazy and even in the, even his England performances are overrated because you know when Giroud knocked them out of the World Cup who was the closest defender to, to Giroud hey uncomfortable conversations but that's mm-hmm. a whole different conversation we're not going to get into but people conveniently forget that never mind the teams they were playing against mm-hmm. some of them nations me and Ivorian could have played for if we had mm-hmm. if we had grandparents who who were a part of those nations we could have dusted off our boots and went and played for them look. so um in regards to it with Ari Maguire um hopefully we get the 35 M's we want for him because then that can go to a potential to Debo. Somebody in the chat, let me know in terms of transfer value because I've heard nothing in regards to transfer value with him, which we'll talk about. Same with um, McTominay as well, which we'll talk about in regards to moving these players on. It seems that we're close in uh, valuation. And Warrior J said, Harry Maguire knows the lack of playing time under mm-hmm. Ten Hag could threaten his England prospects and he wants to be playing regularly ahead of Euro 2024 next summer. But hopefully we move these players on. That's what it is. If someone would have told me we move on Maguire, McTominay, Fred, Donny van der Beek, De Gea, Dean Henderson, Alango, Tellez, potentially Bailly, Brandon Williams. That's 10 players I just mentioned. And it's probably more I'm forgetting. So yeah, yeah I'm all for it. But just get this, just get this, just get Maguire moved on. But same question again, but with Scott McTominay. Seems we're close in valuation. Rejected a bit of, I think it was day day five. Day five million, I think it was, but we're looking f- between forty and forty-five million, according to reports. Mm-hmm. Scott McTominay talks. Uh, Flo's yours from. 
there's nothing in what we can say about Scott McTominay, you know. Um, I'm, I, for, I, from yesterday's news, it was a combined 60 million for the both of them, but they rejected it. But when it comes to Scott McTominay, as a player, yeah, everyone can say some people. I think with McTominay, it's a bit like Marmite, you know. Some of the like top Reds fans love him because of he is a, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say mank, you know. He's from the academy, you know. He shows passion and desire, you know. And also, he's got he's, he's a workhorse like that. I think he's he's similar to me when I look at McTominay. He reminds me of those Henderson's type of players where they're not the best technically gifted and all that kind of stuff, but they work hard. They're they're workhorse men as well. Like even the West Ham player as well. I think that one of their legends, not Mark Noble. He reminds me of him. He's a good lad as well. He's a good. Lad. He takes on instruction. But when it comes to the footballing aspects, <laughs> just said the same thing you yeah, at the same he's time. A he's a good he's lad. A good lad. Yeah. Tells you all you need to know. That's <laughs> what it tells you all you need. <laughs> Nothing based on his football. But when it comes to the footballing aspect of him, the lack of self-awareness on the pitch as well, hiding behind players, as I always call him McShadow, because he's always behind a player, opposition player, make himself unavailable for to receive the pass. But for him to get a move because he was linked to Newcastle and now linked to West Ham. I think it's fantastic for the fact that Manchester United can get 30 million because Manchester United need to take into consideration that that's a profit. And before I continue, please, um, please read your super chat before it disappears because you've just got one from Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It stars it automatically on StreamYard. But yeah, we'll get to this. Big up to Mike as well. Much appreciated. You said, I used to pray for times like this. Meet Mill voice. I used to pray for times like this. Yes. To rhyme like this. So I could shine like this. Uh, he says, Meek Mill voice. Never thought I would see the day when we got rid of these two men. Big up to you, Mike, for the first... Uh, for, I mean, big up to you for the super chat. Much appreciated. Secondly, as well, I can't believe it. And this is why I have to credit Ten Hag. I have to credit the club because Ten Hag just not playing... These men and just really showing how bad the team is has motivated these players to, all right, let me, I'm not going to play. Let me go on elsewhere. Look at Maguire. And we all know about Maguire's ego. I just spoke about it. So I can't believe it's not just those two. We seem to be getting rid of all the deadwood. The only player who's not been linked with, who's not got an offer currently, I'm like, yeah, it needs to go is Martial. That's it. Yeah, Martial and Brandon Williams, they're the two. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been any any bids. Everybody, I don't mind. You know, like everybody, because he ain't gonna play anyway. Let him be sixth choice. Cool. No issues with that. Let him be sixth choice behind Tadebo if we do sign him or a new mm-hmm. centre back and Johnny Evans come. But Mike, much appreciated for the super chat, my guy. And of, yeah. of course, if you super chat as well, people will get straight to it as well. But go on, fam. But yeah, Sorry, man. Back, back to Mc Mc McShadow McMail. He's got no flavor to his game, in my honest opinion. It's just basic salt and pepper seasoning that he has into his game, you know. But back to McTominay, the fact that um, we're looking to sell him, as I was saying before, the fact that he come from the academy and the West Ham have bid 30 million. Who are we to reject a profit? That's a 30 million profit from a player yep. that we didn't spend, we didn't buy, come out of the academy. But I think they probably um, value him a bit higher than 30 million. If we was to get 35 to 40 million for McTominay, that's a steal. That's good negotiations. Bro. This Owen, the new um, negotiator, is doing a fantastic job because of what I've seen from him is the players that we signed, and when he's evaluating their place at 80 million, he's telling them 60 million. You know, he's knocking it down, he's negotiating. So he's good at what he's doing. He we're not being taken for dickheads in a transfer window. But mm-hmm. back to McTominay. I want to see him. I've been asking for McTominay to be sold. What season before that? 
because I don't see any value in him. What does he add to mm. the team? Like, I don't care about mm. the knee slides. I don't care about the passion, the desire, the intensity that he gives <laughs> on the, in the game. That can the long socks, him being the a good lad. Socks, him being a good lad. I don't care about that, bro. I care about what you can do on the pitch. Can you contribute significantly? And with McTominay, I've noticed that with him, he picks up injuries. In training, when he's not playing, especially this mm. season, he's carried a lot of injuries, picked up a lot of injury, and he hasn't even been playing. That's the one thing I just don't understand. So I wish him the best of luck with Scott McTominay, and I hope this transfer happens because he needs to play more football. Okay. He does. He's a young lad. He's a good lad. And it's not fair enough for someone that takes on instructions and listens to people, listens to the instruction, and doesn't get as much game time. So it's, it's a good move for him to go to West Ham. If Newcastle are still interested, because I've read rumours today that Newcastle are still... Yeah, I did hear that as well. Around, I did see that over the past couple of days open, that Newcastle mm-hmm. are still interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, Smith-Nor may look to um, revive that interest with Scott McTominay and see where he can go. But McTominay, man, I wish him the best. I, I'm looking forward for him to get sold with Maguire as well. And if we can sell them to West Ham for a combined 70 million fee and recuperate that money that we've spent for Hoist and Hoyland, then that's mm-hmm. great. That's fantastic business. That's That means to me that Amrabat is definitely coming in and potentially a new striker as well. Because, mm-hmm. of course, I've always said we need a, a striker to back up Hoyland because I, I can't take this Marcus Rashford playing up front. The ball behind his back, bro. Yeah, no, we, no. we 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 gonna get to that. Well, true say there's more options than than Rashford up top because obviously Hoyland's now here and Sancho can play false nine as well. Mm-hmm. But I do believe we need mm-hmm. another strike. Still, even think on top of if Amrabat does come in, we need another midfielder, which we'll we'll discuss. Hey, everybody in the chat, don't continue to get your questions in. I've started a few. I get to just have to give him my thoughts on McTominay. It's the exact same as as Maguire. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're waiting out for an extra ten million, let's take the money. Like he's not worth 30 million. Absolutely. You know, anybody says, yeah, it's a seller's market. Rent. I can't believe we're even getting 30 million for him. Mm-hmm. I thought we would struggle with that. The fact that they offered 30 million or 35 million, whatever it was, and we're looking between 40 and 45, according to reports, I'm over the moon about. Get these players gone who are not good enough. They're not good enough. Get them out of the football club. And we are getting good money for them. Because if this was anybody else, if this was an Arsenal, if this was a City, if this was a Chelsea, if it was this was a Liverpool selling players the caliber of Maguire and McTominay for these fees, we'd be here sat here. Well, some of our fans would be saying, Look, they're selling such and such for big money. If Spurs were selling Eric Dyer for 30 million, people are like, How can they do that? And we can't get rid of Maguire, we can't get rid of McTominay, we can't get rid of this player. If they're selling Sanchez, for example, for McTominay money, 35, 40 ends, or or they would sell, well, they've sold Winks, but you understand my point. If they sold Harry Winks for 40 AMs, the conversation would be, right, how are they selling him for that much? It's good money. It's very good money. And players who are not good enough. And not only does it open up um, spots in the squad, gets played, gets them off the wage bill as well. Gets them off the wage bill. And it opens up for either a potential new transfer or even a, a youth signing. I'd rather see a, cent- a youth centre-back, a centre-back through the youth, come in and play ahead of Maguire at this point. So, yeah, why, why not? Like I said, move them on, man. Move them on. I just hope we haven't played ourselves. I really hope we haven't. Big up to Jesse, who says, back to normal scheduling. He says, do we sign anyone after Amrabat? It seems we're, we're with the centre-back. 
which is it, Justin, this is from Warrior J, Manchester United target uh, Jean-Claire. I'm guessing that's his name. Is it Jean-Claire? That's what I'm going to call man from now on. Jean, that's fine. Jean-Claire. Jean, yeah. Jean you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Man, so I was like a villain in a, what's it called, <laughs> in a James Bond film. You know what I'm saying? Jean-Claire. Jean-Claire Tadebo. Um, <laughs> discussions with Nice and the defenders entourage, the Red Devils are waiting to sell Harry Maguire to take action. And that's from uh, Fabrice Hawkins. And I heard Jez was on yesterday when he was doing doing the most and he couldn't mm -hmm. speak highly enough of Tadebo. I don't know a lot about him, but from what I've been Same. told, he's af he's athletic, pace and power, <laughs> six foot three, decent on the ball. Uh -huh. All right, cool. Get him on the plane. French. So that's adds into it as well because they're just producing quality youngsters at a ridiculous rate in France. So... Mm -hmm. Again, I don't know why we're not at Clairefontaine just picking up youngsters all the time to come to the football club. Exactly. I don't know Get what's them going on. Get from the academy and bring Get them to from the academy. academy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why. How many more players do they need to produce where you go? Something's going right in France, you know. Let's go get some more French players. But maybe this is with Jean, with Jean Claire. Maybe this is the way forward, man. That's what I'm calling him. I ain't calling him <laughs> Tedibo now. He's Jean Claire now. He's Jean Claire. Um, yeah, Jesse, yeah, like you said, back to normal scheduling. Pat Bandit says, big up Ivorian and Flawless to general. I was just watching the Saeed stream and saw you was live. I had to pass through. Hey, love, man. Much and much appreciated. Emma says, the fact that we are actually negotiating prices on our outgoings in the behind the scenes is kind of a positive though. Yeah, I'm all for it. I just worry in case they walk away. Because if they're still here, we are not negotiating from the position of power. I talk about this all the time. There's an A side and a B side to negotiations. Us selling Harry Maguire and Scott McTominay, we are very much the B side. We are very, very, very much the B side. And I'm just concerned that these two players might be here come the end of the window if we do indeed price them out. So we need to pattern up and make sure we don't. But I, I hear you in regards to... Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jess said, yeah, that's his name. I hear you, Emma, in regards to negotiating the prices up. I get it. Yeah, man, that's man's name, Jean-Claire. You know what I'm saying? It's Jean-Claire. Right? That's it. But you know what, yeah? Uh, one thing I've seen oh. flawless here is that we'll guard him Maguire, you know? I oh. I actually commend the fact that he's actually decided that his career at Manchester United is done. Because there, were, there was a moment of time where he thought he can fight for his position and didn't want to leave. And I understand, because I understand that he can't... He, I said it before, I, I've seen pictures of Maguire as a Manchester United fan when he was younger, his family taking pictures and all that kind of stuff with a Manchester United jersey. So I acknowledge the fact that he's accepted it, you know, because at the end of the day, I've always said it before, when you are, when you know that everyone at work don't like you, because it's the truth, Maguire, nobody rates him. The manager has told you you can dip in a, in a meeting, but you decided to, to fight for your for your um, future. The fans in the States are telling you and they're booing you that you need to leave. Your own fans in the UK, when we played in the friendly, booed you, saying that you need to leave. Last year in Australia, the fans booed him. The guy is not wanted worldwide. And, you, and when you start feeling that, you need to leave, man. I, I respect that, you know. Mm. Sometimes I reckon maybe the family has told himself that, like like my stream before, maybe it's his wife that said, you know what? You are not good. You need to leave Manchester United. You know, it's a bit embarrassing at work when everyone's trolling me. I'm sure his wife is not involved. The, the kids at school are being trolled at by their friends. You know how kids are in school, especially in primary school. They'll destroy your, your confidence. But yes, but I accept, I acknowledge the fact that he's accepted that he needs to leave. And it's, it's a bit, to me, he should have done this two weeks ago when he was told that he will no longer be captain. True. 
Because the signs was there from when you have a friendly match and you've got Scott McTominay being picked ahead of you, of you as captain and you're starting, which tells me that you're not even first, second, third choice captain. And then the last game on Sunday, we had um, the goalkeeper as captain and you're still starting. That tells me everything you need to know about your, your career. You just know that you're not wanted and then move on. Mm -hmm. But big up to him, though, it's finally it's time for him to move on and went, so we as well can move on, knowing that we no longer have Harry Maguire in our ranks. You know, because if... I always say this, after God, fear Harry Maguire when he starts for your team, bro. It's you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's the truth, bro. That's the truth, bro. How many times have we been, uh, uh, what's it called, victim of Harry Maguire coming on, scoring two on goals? We get knocked yeah. out. You know, how many times have we seen that, bro? It players get injured by their own player, bro. So after God fear Harry Maguire, bro, when he plays for your team, fam, I'm not here to take the piss. I'm just here to state facts and tell the truth. Disguise. I'm really honest with this about this Harry Maguire guy, bro. Yeah, sounds like I don't like him. Probably don't. But I gotta yeah. speak. There, to there, hey, 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 there ain't no probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there ain't no probably. Definitely don't. But I gotta speak of the truth about him, man, because this guy's been getting away with it from the media, English media, and all that kind of stuff. It's time to just wake up your eyes, go to Spet Savers, and see what we all see, man. Because man's had enough of all of this talk shit, defending him, slow sports news, defending him, how he's a fantastic defender, and acting like they've, they've been wearing Stevie Wonder's glasses for the last two seasons, bro. You get me? Like, they don't see what we see, man. You know, we see it in 4K, 2K, 1K, 1080p, 460p, 720p. We see it all in all variations of quality of TV graphics, bro. The guy was never good enough for Manchester United. You know, sorry, but this is a rant. Yeah, it had to be. Get off your get off your chest, fam. Nah, this is why we have the show. We get it off our chest, bro. This is Dr. Phil right, show right here, bro. But yeah, man, I'm I'm glad he's acknowledged him that that he needs to leave. And I hope it's done before the start of the season so we can get someone in quickly. No, yeah, nah, you don't have to apologize. Go carry on, fam. I'm sure there's more you want to say. It's fine. Nah, I need to stop before I, I step over the mark. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, that you've lost mm -hmm. the, the mark somewhere in the distance. You long <laughs> past the mark, like long before this show to any regular watchers. You long, like the mark is far back in the distance, fam. Don't worry about passing the mark. You passed that months ago. Months ago, you passed that mark. Do not worry about that, you joke. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, in regards to Maguire, yeah, it's it's time to move him on. It's glad I'm glad that the realization has sunk in. Though I do not agree with him being booed because I'm like that doesn't help the team as much as I'm not a fan of him and I don't rate him. What is booing him gonna do? We want him to perform to the best of his ability in that friendly. So why boo him? Now, if he made a mistake and he got booed would kind of understand that, but just booing from the jump. Like, that makes no... To me, that makes no sense. Because we're trying to... He's part of the Manchester United shit. Your Manchester United fans support. Then afterwards, criticising. Like, I've always criticising now. I've criticised We criticise all players. Mm -hmm. After the fact. I'm saying, but booing them, booing him while he's... You're not on a watch-along. You know what I'm saying? If you're on a watch-along and you're booing and you're criticising, I hear it to an extent. But booing him don't make no type of sense. That's not gonna. It's, that's not gonna aid him in that situation. That's gonna make him go more so the other way. His confidence is already shattered as it is, as we know. But moving him on is all well and good with Harry Maguire. Same with Scott McTominay. Speaking of another player who could be leaving, he's been linked to Galatasaray. Mm -hmm. I believe a Premier League club, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Also Saudi Arabia as well. Fred, thoughts on that, Ivory? 
Fred to me is more Mike. So sometimes I, I see I see the goodness in him and the badness in him in terms of what he brings to the team. Before like, before you continue, one second, this Eddie guy. He says booing was therapeutic. They don't get to boo him often in Ireland. Eddie's been <laughs> you know, I know the season is starting. Eddie has been on smoke already in this stream, and all yesterday was just on smoke, sending shots at Liverpool, sending mm -hmm. shots at Chelsea, sending shots at Arsenal. Like the season, everybody's now ready in it. Like Eddie's locked in ammunition. This guy has been shooting everybody, throwing grenades at everybody. Like he's just got all the weapons. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You know, like you know, like Rambo or like mm -hmm. on GTA, where you just got all the weapons ready. Like Eddie is ready. He's Sticky bombs, the, grenades. So the, the whole thing to you know clean his gun, yeah. clean the inside the pipes of the gun and everything. <laughs> get get ready for this new season, bro. And then he's lay ready. it all out. He's ready. Bro. Yeah. See, he said getting my sparring in my G. Got to get right. So yeah, Friday. Um, that episode with me and Eddie of Mandem United, which will be after the City Burnley game. So the season would have kicked off. You already know it was gonna be um a goodie. But yes, I've already back to you. Yeah, Fred. That's who he was talking about. Thoughts on him because yeah. reports he's even closer to an exit, according to reports I did see Fabrizio and Romano say this week it's looking like Fred will be leaving, and that's why we didn't give Hoyland a number. Because we're looking at outgoings. But go mm -hmm. on. Yeah, did, I don't know. Someone posted a picture about him getting number 17. Is that true or is that just false? Or that was like a fake. Him getting picture. what? I'm Hoyland, number 17. Well, they said he could potentially because he said that's why they didn't give him a number because of outgoings. Because okay. what number okay. was he at Atalanta? Was it 19? I just don't know. I think so. You can picture a 19 in the back of his back. Well, 19 well, is three. Right, mm -hmm. yeah, because Varan, because Varan is Varan number four now. Let us know in the chat, please, people. This Varane needs to change his numbers. He needs to change. No, because Varan was nineteen, but he, Phil Jones yeah. left, so I think he took four. So if Hoyland was nineteen, maybe he gets that, but maybe it is a seven. No, but the thing is, Varan's been wearing number nineteen through preseason, so I don't know if they've confirmed the new numbers for the season. Ah, right. I hope he gets okay. to number four because Jones, he was meant to get four originally, yeah. but Jones didn't want to. But because Sabitz, Sabitz is not here, 15 is free, 17 could be free with Fred leaving, five will be free with Maguire. I'm not saying Ireland definitely takes these numbers. Um, mm -hmm. terminate 39, that'll be free, so it'll be interesting to see. But go on, carry on, carry on, yes. But back to back to Fred himself because I said he's a bit more, man, because mm -hmm. I can see the, the, the qualities he brings to the team. You know, that Fred has had some games where he's had a quality game, impacts more. I believe he impacts mm -hmm. way more than Scott McTominay in that midfield. But again, we know his first touch is just lacking. And in a system of Manchester United, the way we want to play football, your first touch needs to be on point. You need to be good on the half turn as well. You need to be able to be to break and run through a press-resistant team. And Fred isn't any of that. So I can understand that this is a footballing decision on selling Fred, although he has a lot. He still has things he can contribute to this game, especially in a difficult away game. When you go to City, you need those two defensive midfielders. You need someone that can buzz around the pitch and press as well. But at the same time, we're not just looking for quantity. We're looking for quality in that position. So I can understand why we're selling Fred. So Fred going to Galatasaray, I, I truly believe he should have been sold at the end of the season when he had those conversations with um, Marco Silva. And we saw those pictures being taken of him having that conversation because we it was in belief that he would be going to Fulham and nothing materialised throughout the whole summer. So I don't understand why is it now when we're coming close to the start of the season that we are negotiating the sale of Fred. It should have been done a long time ago. I know my club. We couldn't do one thing at a time. You know, we can't multitask. Or well, we're multitasking currently right now because you got Fred, you got McTominay, you got uh, mm -hmm. Maguire. Uh, well, 
what I mean by multi-class, they are cool. they're unable to handle outgoings and in and incomings at the same time. You notice oh, how we right. focus on our incomings first. I know? think it's the money. I think that I think that money is going towards transfers. It seems okay. that's the way. Because that's what Warrior Jay said earlier in the comments that we're waiting on Maguire to leave, Tenengo to leave. Uh, Amrabat is dependent on Fred, but Tom and yeah. don't even have to But yeah, go and leave yeah, him. But go on. But you can see, you saw the pattern. We focused on our incomings first, and now we're now focusing heavily on our ingoings, uh, outgoings, you know. The, the only thing we focused on is the when it came to outgoing was the players who were leaving on the free contract because their contract was expiring. They were always going to go. That's, that's no effort put into, but the effort was put into the players coming in first. And then we see what we're working with in terms of what's the, what's the, what's the funds, transfer funds looking like and then get rid of some players and see whether we can go back into the market and sign the additionals like your, your Amrabat and maybe a potential centre-back as well. As you said, Taibo, Jean-Claude, what was his name again? Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude, my bad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah man, it's Jean-Claude. <laughs> Jean-Claude, you know. <laughs> yeah, we go into them and maybe another striker, whether we sell all those players, McTominay, Fred, mm-hmm. Van der Beek, and also um, Maguire, and I don't know who else we can get rid of, but whether we sell those five players and then see we can recuperate some decent fee. And if we was to sell McTominay and Fred to West Ham, we definitely recuperate some decent fee to go back and invest a bit heavily in someone else because we're still going to sell Fred. That yeah. Fred and Van der Beek money maybe might be that's separate. Them. Yeah, that could be twenty million extra, and then obviously you've got potential what sixty, mm-hmm. seventy, mm-hmm. yeah, sixty, seventy, eighty. Between, we'll just say between 60 and 75 from Maguire and McTominay. And then you've yes. got maybe 10 to 15 for a Fred, 10 to 15, depending on Donny van der Beek, whether it's a loan, whether mm-hmm. it's a permanent transfer. But as you're talking, and, and, and under 100 of them. Henderson, we've got Dean Henderson that's still okay, there. Dean we Henderson, might get yeah. rid of him as well. So we don't yeah. know what we could get for them. I've read news that Nottingham Forest will go back in for additional talks, although that they're trying to secure, secure this Turner deal. But yeah, because it was linked to Eternal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. So there's opportunity to recuperate for lucky 100 million. Hmm. So we'll see. What, yeah. I'm just saying, we're for lucky, be, you know. Should be great business. Yeah, which would be great business in regards to Fred. Yeah. Put him in the same bracket as McTominay and, and Maguire. And when I say that, not in terms of levels, just like overall in where they're at as players. I'm talking about just not good enough for Manchester United. That's what it is. Did he have some good moments? Yes. He had some good games. Yes. We all know what his good attributes are. We all know what his bad attributes are, but not good enough. Time to move him on. And I like the fact that we're doing this. Again, I can't believe we're getting rid or seem to be getting rid of all this dead wood. Like I say, mm-hmm. De Gea's already gone. Mm-hmm. Tellers has already left. And then you're adding in these four. You're adding in these four. I can't believe that it's looking like we're getting rid of what was our starting midfield two seasons ago. This is our yeah. starting midfield and as one of our starting centre-backs. And even the other starting centre-back, which I'll get into in a sec, is fourth choice. Like, that tells you all you need to know about the level. And we wonder why we were struggling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, moving on, um, Fred. Get the money for him. Take mm-hmm. the money and run. That's how I look at all these players. Take the money and run. And it's Galatasaray, I believe it is. It was a full and and Saudi Arabia. But it seems to be closer, like I stated to a move because Fabrizio Romano did tweet out, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, stating that it's close and it's going to happen this week. I'm all for it. It's yeah. going to happen this week. Let's move him on and go and sign over midfielders because the only midfielders we, we we would have if those three midfielders do leave is Bruno, Mount, Casemiro, Ericsson. 
still need two more. If you add Amrabat, that's five. You need a six. People be like, what about Kobe Maino? No, go get a six midfielder and have Kobe Maino with seven. Because then what happens if we have six and then Kobe Maino gets injured? Then we're down to five. It should be bare minimum. Worst case scenario, two players for every position. What happened to quality? Kobe Maino's as good as everyone thinks he is. He'll get his chance. Turn out, we'll play him. We've seen it with Ganacho, who's a youngster. Ganacho played and played well, therefore got his shot. We've seen it with preseason with Palestri playing as well, even though he could go out on loan. If you're, if you're good enough, you're old enough. That's why I don't worry about, I don't get this whole, oh, stopping players. from No player can stop you from getting a shot. Mm -hmm. If you perform well, you'll get game time. Simple as that. Take Even if you get 15 to 20 minutes sub appearance, make that appearance count. Kobe Maino, before he got injured, was making his, making his appearances count. Ganacho last season made his appearances count. Make your appearances count. Because the manager's going to take... Ten Hag, we've seen it already. We have enough evidence to go, oh, he'll play you. Well, he'll play you if you're playing well. McTominay, who we're getting rid of, Casemiro was on the bench when he first got here because Scott McTominay was playing well. And rightfully so. That's not a criticism of anybody. And that's not Casemiro's fault. He just got here. The guy who was in front of him was playing well. Therefore, you keep your place on merit. So that's why I don't worry about that. So yes, go and sign Amrabat and go and sign another midfielder as well. Personally, it's only interest. I don't believe it's true. Lavia, go and that's a steal. It's the mm -hmm. obvious deal. Go and sign Lavia. 50 million for a player of that caliber where the level he's at now and the level he could be. Why are we not all over that? Should have been Lavia ahead of Mount and not because they're the same player because they're not. I'm just talking in terms of levels. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. 19 and look at the level he's at now for the price in a seller's market. Caicedo's going for double the money. Now, I, I do I believe Caicedo's a better player, yes, from what I've seen, but he's not double the amount. And he's looking at 100 million north of that. He could be more than double Lavio. Why would you not? And here's the thing is, even if you sign Lavio and it goes wrong, it's 50 million. It's not like it's 80. It's not like it's 90. It's not like it's 100. Why would you not? And he's learning from a Casemiro. Imagine mm -hmm. you have Lavio, Amrabat, Casemiro, Bruno, Mount, Ericsson. That's a good six. That's a good six. And then Kobe Maino backing that up. Now it's all right. Nobody's safe. Mm -hmm. That's what it should be. Nobody's safe. Terrible neighborhood. Nobody's safe. That's what you I want. You know, to you be. just disrecognize Mount. You know, in that in the in that midfield. No, nah, I didn't Mount. No, nah, I said Mount. Yeah, seven. No, I didn't I hear it. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, it, we know he's not good. But the point I'm making is. <laughs> Nobody's space, nobody's space should be certified and should be comfortable. Even though Mount Money and got the number seven, even though Bruno's the captain, even though Casemiro's Casemiro, nobody should be safe. There yeah, should be Amrabat battling for places. Facts. Love you. Exactly. Ericsson, mm -hmm. there should be competition for places. This is the point that I'm making. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for going to sign at Amrabat. But yeah, in regards to moving on Fred, yeah, it's time, man. Not good enough. Same with Donny van der Beek. Reports have come out as a loan. I believe it's, it's either Betis or Bilbao. Somebody let me know in the chat. But I know it's I've, a Spanish I've club he's been next to. Real Sociedad, um, Flawless. That's, it might be that one. I knew it was a Spanish club. I just couldn't remember if it was Bilbao, Betis, Sociedad. Those three. Well, those two, sorry, were, were uh, swirling around in my head. But let me know in regards to who it is. Well, yeah, Donny van der Beek, not good enough. If we can loan him, I'd prefer a permanent transfer. But if we can loan him out, get a transfer fee, get them to pay X amount, um of his wages and put in an option or obligation to buy, cool. 
Because I think he'll do fine over there. And then we sell him on. Again, play on, not good enough, move him on. No issues with that. Where you at with Donny van der Beek? Bro, DVD. You know yeah. how I feel about DVD, bro. Talk about you it. Know, long t- Come on, I've said it before. I think his career at Manchester United is done. Because look at this, yeah? How many? How long we've had him? Since only second season, he signed him. What, it's been four years, yeah? And when it gets to the fourth season, and knowing that we have not seen you at your best, and we're still arguing, oh, um, he still he can still contribute to this team. Some of them are saying that it's done, it's over. Then his career at Manchester United is done, in my opinion. You know, this I haven't seen anything in the last four seasons, and especially the fact that when he took that long. Wait, how long he? Wait, how long has he been here? Bro, it's been almost four seasons, man. Has it Am been? Am I lying? Wrong? Am I wrong? Let me go straight while Let I'm talking. In the chat. Like, I'm gonna talk. Know. I'm going to talk and research at the same time because I'm trying to show Manchester United you can do two things at the same time, bro. You get me? Out here can't even sell and 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 buy at the same time. But as I was saying, regardless, like he's been here since twenty oh the year twenty twenty, so three years. He's been here the year twenty twenty. All right, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So year twenty twenty, he came here for and he's. Well, you signed in January, me. right? So this is his set, no, This is like his January, third no, season. No, 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 no. Remember, he signed, he signed in? in the summer transfer window, okay. early summer transfer window, you know. One of those rarest things that we do, we signed a player before July, I, I mm. believe, before preseason. That's what we did. But, but back to him, like, it's been, what, coming to his fourth season, his first season, we saw a, a bit of him. The second season, mm. we didn't see much, and he, he went on loan, yes, and caught injuries at Everton. But while he was at Everton, when he was fit, he was struggling to get into that first team, you know. And that just tells me everything that I need to know. And then you look at his final last season, yes, injuries plagued him towards the end when he when he came back from injury and then he got injured again. It's just not working, man. It's all in the book, man. Just read, read it. It's right in front of us. His career is not going to work out, you know. I don't know any player that you wait until the fourth season to see the best out of them. After two seasons, what you should be making up your mind is like, we should be selling this player, man. There's nothing that we can... T- there's nothing that I can put on record to say, like, you know what? We should keep DVD, Donny van der Beek, bro, because of X, Y, and Z. There's nothing to add to it, bro. The career it has not worked out. We take it as it is and move him on so he can rejuvenate his career elsewhere. Elsewhere, You know, like, I'm all up for it. But I, what I don't agree with is if they're loaning him, it, it's better be a... a, a not an oblig with an obligation to buy. So you're you know, saying man- not even obligation, mandatory, <laughs> mandatory fee. Obligation is like you got an op- option in it. Am I right? Yeah, obli- yeah, ob- yeah. Obligation, mandatory. Same, same difference. Yeah, same yeah, 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 yeah. Obligation, yeah. man, mandatory fee, bro. Straight yeah. up, uh, January. Like we don't want no one to be having second thoughts, bro. Straight away, because because loading him, if he has the opportunity to come back at the end of the season. And no, I'm not for it. We need to sell him to raise these funds and get rid of these dead wood. So if it's a loan, there must be a mandatory fee that they have mm-hmm. to pay. And I hope it's in January because that would be good business. We can get the money and then probably reinvest our money in January for another striker, hopefully. Maybe that's an nice. Ivan Tony. We will see what happens. You know, man's got to dream big, isn't it? 
This is Manchester United at the end of the day. This hey, is Manchester hey, United. With, hey, we're kind of moving like Manchester United as well with these outgoings. Yeah. Big up to everyone who's currently watching now. Make sure you hit that like button, whether you're watching live right now or watching this back after the live or listening on one of the audio platforms. Make sure you follow Five Star or some whatever audio platform you may be listening on. But let's bump up the likes. We're only at 35 likes and there's over 40 of you lot in the building. So let's get up to 40 likes. Hit the subscribe button on the channel. Subscribe to the Sarcasm City TV YouTube channel. Channel and subscribe to Ivorian's channel. The link's in the title, please, people. So make sure you go subscribe. Click the link, opens up a new tab, and you can go subscribe to Red United TV and find all of Ivorian's socials as well and all of the work he be doing, especially on his Instagram. Make sure you go and check that out. And keep continue to get your questions in. Just keep them Manchester United related as well. And here's another thing I want to get to, and I've seen people do this, and I was it was on Battle of the North. Matisse tried it yesterday. He tried it a week before as well. This whole thing about Manchester United spending so much money, so we need to challenge. <laughs> oh, please. Let's cut the shit. Let's cut. First and foremost, let's cut the shit. Let's, let's cut to the chase. Classes in session, people. Let's cut mm -hmm. to the chase. Mm -hmm. One, you get no trophy. You get no accolade for challenging. I'm all for challenging if we can legitimately win. I'm not mm -hmm. into this trying to be number two. I'm not into this trying to be the bridesmaid, trying to be Luigi. Why are we not trying to win? Why are we trying not to be the best? Like I said, legitimately challenge to win if Manchester City, for example, are not at it. Like what Arsenal did last mm -hmm. season. As mm -hmm. much as they fell off and they bottled it, which is hilarious, they legitimately put up a challenge and was in it to win it. I don't want to be an also running the race or you have to challenge to not win it. You get no accolade for challenging people. This is why I state and will continue to state we had a better season than Arsenal last season. Mm -hmm. Same way West Ham United had a better season than Arsenal last season. You know why? Because both Manchester United and West Ham United won trophies. And that's the aim of the game, winning trophies. The season 2022-23, Arsenal fans will not remember in two, three years. You know why? Because they won nothing. Manchester United fans will remember the season. You know why? Because we actually won the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Yes. And yes, Ed, I agree. We're miles off City if they're at their best. We are. And that's why I'm like, I'm not hearing about this whole challenge thing. Secondly, fans like Matisse. Shout out to Matisse. That's my guy. And go watch Battle of the North because we discussed this on this channel. He's trying to hype us up to try and bring us down. Don't fall for the bait. Because like I told him, like I've told others and any rival fans saying this, two things. Mm -hmm. One, you don't rate our team. Mm -hmm. Two, you wouldn't swap your team for ours. Mm -hmm. So if you don't rate our team and you wouldn't swap your team for ours, why are we expected to challenge but your team's not? So that's for any Liverpool fan, and, Chelsea fan, Arsenal fan. And I'm, I'm very sure you put it on him, just like Kaneki said, Chelsea spent like 600 million like yeah. in one but, year. But his, his thing was, oh, that wasn't, it, it wasn't potch. But then what he tried to do was, oh, mm -hmm. you spent so much money over the past three, four years. I said, that's not on Ten Hag. Mm -hmm. Ten Hag's been here. This is his second season. Mm -hmm. So don't let these people fool you. And Ten Hag is also showing you how much he doesn't rate this team. I keep reiterating this point. This man has come in in 12 months and bought a whole new spine. He had little, yeah. he had literally nothing to work with. Minus Raphael Varane. That's the mm -hmm. only part of the spine he was like, I will keep out of your goalkeeper, mm -hmm. your two mm -hmm. center backs, three, mid three midfielders and your striker. So, yeah, that's seven. Goalkeeper, two centre-backs, three midfielders, and strike. Yes, that's seven players. Six of them he didn't think were good enough. Six of them. He's moved them on. Look at the team. Onado, new spine. 
Martinez, part of a new spine. Casemiro, part of a new spine. Amrabat potentially in a part of a new spine. Ericsson played as well, so that's another. Even if you want to move Bruno wide right, which he has done mount, whether you rate the player or not, new spine. And now Hoyland. That tells you all you need to know. In every single transfer window, he's bought a central midfielder. At least one. He bought Casemiro and Ericsson in the opening in, in the first window. He went and signed Sabitza in January. Now he signed Mount in this window and potentially Amrabat as well. That tells you where we are at. Look at the centre-backs. He signed Martinez. Mm -hmm. He's looking at Atadibo. And he's moved Luke Shaw to left-sided centre-back. He don't even rate our backup spine. That's how bad the spine was. He didn't even keep the vast majority of those players back. Why have we been linked with the number two goalkeeper? Mm -hmm. Why are we trying to sign it? He don't even rate the number two goalkeeper. Yep. Number two goalkeeper. Preach. Our third choice centre-back is Luke Shaw. He was a left-back. That's how much he don't rate Maguire and Lindelof. What are we talking about? Our backup central midfielders now are potentially both new as well in Ericsson and Amrabat. What are we talking about? And we're looking probably outside of another striker behind. He's moved Sancho, false nine, who is currently, oh, you can say Rashford. He's moving players in there. And he signed Veghorst in the window. So don't let fans, don't Manchester United fans, do not let rival fans try and gas, try and fool you into, oh, you should challenge because the amount of money you spent, like we weren't further than 300 plus million away from the league title. And they wouldn't swap their team for ours. And me and, me and, um, Latisse was having a conversation yesterday and I said, you don't rate our team. Don't do that. Told him this. All of a sudden, we should challenge, but you don't rate our attack. You would not put money on three or four of our attackers getting 10 more than 10 plus goals. And he's like, where? Well, they should. Yeah, what they should do is a whole different conversation. Mm -hmm. Will they do it? No one's backing us to do it. You don't rate our team. What are we talking about? Exactly. So yeah, that's just my exactly. thoughts on that. Don't let don't let rival fans fool you. Is what I'm saying to Manchester mm -hmm. United fans. Yes, we should see an improvement in terms of points, score more goals, concede less. The team should look better because it's more of Ten Hag's team. We should defend better. We should be offensively better. Should be better on the eye to watch. Away record needs to improve because we had the fifth, sixth best away record as well. Champions League, we need to do at least reach the quarterfinals. Fully hear all those things, and then the season after. When Ten Hag not only gets... Because people acting like, oh, you spent all this money. Like, he can't get signings wrong. Like, yeah. Pep, who everyone waxes lyrical about, who, and rightfully so, hasn't got signings wrong. Pep signed Claudio Bravo. Didn't work out then when he signed Edison. Went and signed Alito. Did he not just sign Calvin Phillips this past summer? Did what that did go right? Then? No. Exactly. It, it was a flop. So if Pep can get things wrong, so I'm giving Ten Hag not only a chance to improve further players and see who he wants to keep and doesn't want to keep. Also, every signing's not going to hit. Mm -hmm. Currently, the vast majority I like. The two signings I have issues with currently are Anthony and Mount. Do I see Anthony having a better season? Yes. Would I put money on it? No. I think Mount's a horrible signing and I stand by that. Mount's a horrible signing and I think he'll have to rectify that. Because the problem yeah. we have and the problem I've stated is, where is our creativity and goals coming from? All this challenge and we're doing this, that and the third. Who's scoring our goals? We scored 58 league goals last season. Added Mason Mount, who got three goals, and Hoyland, who got nine. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you don't correlate in terms of they're going to come in from their respective previous respective clubs and do the same. But we know Mount's not creative like that and doesn't score goals like that. Even if he scored double figures once. He's not a goal scorer like that. Hoyland got nine goals, cool, didn't start a lot. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Like, what would like so all of a sudden we should challenge and get more goals? The thing is, yeah, I, that's why I don't understand about rival fans. It's like 
let Manchester United cook discreetly in peace, you know. Why are you watching us? Let us do a thing. We was called trash for God knows how long. Yeah, we can't compete and all that kind of stuff. All of a sudden, because we had that season that we had, where we just think we just had a good season, you know. We're not, we not. We as Manchester United fans, we know we're not. We're nowhere near competing. But they want to label us when they get to us. Why don't you focus your attention on Arsenal? We finished second, and apparently are great all of a sudden and can potentially win the Champions League according to Arsenal fans, you know, after one season where they finished in the top four for the last eight years, you know. Focus on Arsenal instead. They finished second. We finished third. You didn't expect us to be in the top four last season. So let us do things in peace. I know we are Manchester United. We're the most followed club in the world. You know, when we shit, everyone can smell it. Do you get me? No, no, that's... That's 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 sick explanation right there to how big we are. When we take a shit, the whole world can smell it, bro. This guy, that's, that's a wild United. analogy, but I get your mm-hmm. own, bro. You get it, you get it. Like, but let us do our thing in peace, man. So we can buy our strikers, you know, buy our buy our players, do what we're doing, and get to where we need to get to, man. Stop watching us, man. I know they're scared. I, that's what I think. I know rival fans are scared because oh no, if Manchester United get this right. We're going to go back to hitting Manchester United again. We're all going to be stressed out again. We're going to go back to the situation where Manchester United were dominating and they were very, they were top team. I get that. But let us do our thing in peace. We haven't been able to do things in peace, you know. Like, mm. all of a sudden, we, 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 we're, we're trying to get rid of Maguire. You're like, why should we get rid of Maguire? You know, when they're talking like that, it's because they know. We get rid of Maguire, we bring someone in that's quality. We're back to our defence is solid again. You know, it's even oh, it's even better, which was good. Yeah. It was good last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it was better. It's, but they, they didn't see that the fact that we we won a trophy without Maguire. You know, we didn't need him. We kept all these clean sheets but... without Maguire. You know, they didn't get the Golden Globe because mm-hmm. of Harry Maguire was excellent in defense. He got that because of the terrific defense between Varane and Martinez partnership, mm-hmm. Luke Shaw as well, and Wan Bissaka contributing and Dalot contributing. You get me? Like there was no Maguire, man. So, so don't try and make us look shit, bro. That's why that's one thing I just don't understand with the media and the rival fans. Let Manchester United. Oh no, I, I I get it. They like I said, they try to build us up to tear us down, but I'm just telling yeah, people no, don't fall for the bait. Yeah, don't, don't fall for the bait. Don't, don't fall for the bait. Don't fall for the bait. Mm-hmm. Don't fall, don't fall for the bait. That's why I would exactly what I would say. Um, some more, some breaking news as well. Um, well, big up to Matthew says United have turned an upmarket dressing room at Old Trafford yes, into a new pre-match base for the team at request of Eric Ten Hag. That's from at Telegraph Ducker. I just it just shows how much say Ten Hag has. So it doesn't seem they're going to be staying in the Lowry Hotel now. Mm-hmm, so I right, mm-hmm. will see. Can you imagine? Can you imagine your own, in your own stadium at Old Trafford where where you're supposed to have a space, a lounge where players can sit down and you can start discussing matches in details beforehand, you have to do at a hotel where that space that was used was used for the commercial space. Thank God we've brought someone like Ten Hag that's focusing on the football, yeah, and bringing the footballing aspect back to the club, you know, having a, a lounge area where you can specifically monitor players and have that meeting with the players, yeah, in that lounge area where you can focus on tactical play and all that kind of stuff instead of focus on commercial situation where we don't need that man like big up to ten hog and big up to again i have to big up the richard arnold because we thought he was just going to be another ed woodward but we can see the changes bringing in ten hog bringing in richard arnold and of course with the director of football we're seeing the football aspect being focused on 
We're not seeing mm. the commercial side of the facts. Talk about it. Focused on. So I have to be big, big them up, even though majority of us don't rate um, John Murto and probably call him an Uber driver and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Wait, you called him an Uber driver? That's you. you know what I'm saying? No, my bedroom's called him an Uber driver. Not me, Dude, bro. That's deep, brother. Right Apparently, driver, he, you know, he was the head of youth development. His job was to pick up kids from school and bring them to the training ground and all that kind you of stuff. You had a joke, man. You can Uber driver. The Uber driver, but <laughs> yes. But big up to that. There. There's, a, there's a little change in the ownership. Yes, they're not the best in class up there. But there's been a change. We've got a shrewd negotiator that came in and making shrewd negotiations and cutting down all this nonsense about 80 million quotes. I'm going to give you 60. You know, mm. Chelsea wanted 80 million for a player that was in his final contract. They're like, yeah, no, nah, bro, take 60, bro. How dare you in the final year of his contract? So big up to these men because there have been some significant changes upstairs that's trying to have the ripple effect down there. But the most significant change is the ownership that hasn't changed. But so for the guys that's up there, I gotta give them credit because we're not giving them credit enough. We're not giving them the respect that they deserve because I've seen changes on the footballing side. Okay. Change uh, with the inclusion have... of Eric Ten Hag and that's seeing... Darren Fletcher. Because I'm seeing, right? Why are you going at Darren Fletcher? Why is he a screw? Yeah, what does he do? Valid, right, valid point. Hey, yeah. I don't actually know what he does. That's a valid. He doesn't point. know hey. what he does. He couldn't answer the question himself. Yeah. Hey, there seems to be a lot of breaking news going on. Matthew says yes. here, uh, Fulham look like they're going back in for Fred. That's from at Sky Sports Chef. Um, West Ham are closing in on a compromise for Harry Maguire, also for um, from at Sky Sports Chef. So two good pieces of news right there. And also third piece of good news. Uh, Manchester United are in talks with Real Sociedad to sell Donny van der Beek on a permanent deal. Okay, so we could be free. Free with free um, departures that we was talking about. This isn't good. Hopefully, this is not the case. Um, an, MRI, an MRI scan conducted as part of the Hoyland Medical last week revealed a stress factor, uh, revealed a stress response hotspot in his back, which can be the start of stress fractures, stress fractures in young players, which is not good. That's not good because back injuries are one of those things. You see it with Saliba that can be reoccurring as well. Uh, German, um, uh, big up to Gemini. I see you though. Says some sources at United are indicated that Hoyland's back injury issue is more serious than the club disclosed after completing his transfer from Atalanta last week. And that's from mm -hmm. Matt Hughes DM. Not good. Hopefully it's not true. Hopefully he is all right. And he's out on an old Trafford pitch in a week or two. Only benefit to this is this forces us to go back in for another strike. Or could, should I say, which it should anyway, because there's no way we should just be relying on Hoyland. It should be hard. I've said this for the longest summer. We need minimum, all summer, sorry. We need minimum two strikers. Hoyland by himself is not enough. And that's not me saying I don't rate Hoyland. I like Hoyland, like the profile. But you have to go and get another because if he gets injured, you're back to square one. Sancho in the false nine, Rashid playing up top, Martial when he's fit. None of those for me have good backup options like that. They're all third options at best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, All third options. So go and sign another striker, whether that's another striker in the Highland age bracket, whether it's a more senior striker, whether that's a younger striker who's a teenager, 18, 19, or maybe 20 years old. Cool. Go and sign another striker. It doesn't have to be for big money. Don't have to be for 60, 70, 80 M. I've said this. Go sign a young striker from South America, for example. Just use that for 10 million. Or sign a striker from Europe, somewhere in Europe for 10 million. Of course, I'm sure you can do that. I'm sure your thoughts. So, yeah, hopefully it's not the case. But, yeah, your thoughts on this Hoyland um, news. Uh, this injury news, because we've heard it from the moment he signed. And I was kind of disappointed to hear that, oh, we've just spent this money. We've spawned a striker. We've been waiting for a striker. 
and all of a sudden he won't be available for the first game. Now it's very disappointing, you know, you know, because we we love the new signing, you know, the new signing feeling, and we want to see him in action straight away. But it's just disappointment that we would have to wait until we see our new striker put on that Manchester United shirt and show us what he's made of, you know. Disappointment. I I wonder how long as well. I hope it's not too long. I hope it's not a month. I just hope yeah. it's just a couple of weeks. Let's say the first two games of the season he misses and then he comes in slowly and be reintroduced. So that's what I'm hoping for because, of course, we've got some tough games in the first at the start of the season, including the Champions League as well. So we probably need him back for the Champions League. We need everyone um, fit, ready, fighting for fighting yes. at the start because we want to yes. get those points straight away. We don't want to mm-hmm. drop the first six points that we did last season. We want to mm-hmm. we want to rectify everything that we done wrong last season, and mm-hmm. and and get results from everything that went wrong with us last season in those games that we lost. So yeah, man, it's just it's just disappointing, man. And it definitely to me, it does again. This just re- reinforces, yeah, the fact that we need a second striker because we cannot yeah. rely on having Marcus Rashford or Jaden Sancho playing in the false nine. Jaden Sancho was brought to play on a right wing or left wing or number ten position, not the false nine position. We spent. A lot of money. I like him. I do. I'm not going to lie. I do like him I as a false nine, though. I don't. I you don't think that's his best position. I think that's the only position I think he can be successful. I think out wide, he's, he's not He's not fast enough. He's not fast enough. He's not strong enough. But we. But his, his natural trade is on the wing, right? Hey, you got to get him where you fit in. Yeah, if he fits in. If it works well, because I don't hmm. know if it will, if it works well as a false nine hmm. position, whether it can work. But again, I can't stomach... Rashford up front with his back towards goal. Like you saw it on Saturday as well, that he's not the best, even though he got his goal, he's yeah. not the best. You know, he can get he'll still score goals in that position, but I'm talking about in big games when you need you, we need you to be fighting in the air, um, um, supporting the strikers, linking up play, you know, being that strong physical defender that he's not. We need, yeah, we, need I hear that. That. we need that. Um, and as well, we've got Martial. We all know we cannot put a house on Marshall to stay fit, bro. Facts. We don't Yeah, man. facts, man. As much as we rate Marshall, as much as we used to back him, Marshall FC, we know that we know the love affair with Marshall is done. It's over. It's time to move on. We don't even think he'll be fit. Even look at him through pre-seasons. Have we seen him through pre-season, bro? That just tells me everything that I need to know, man. So yeah, we definitely need that back of striker. Let's let's sell these players and see if we can get someone in before the start of the season. But even though we've got him in before the start of the season, I know my manager, he slowly introduces you in. Unless you know his system really well, then he brings you straight into the starting lineup. So let's just get that sorted, man. Really. I, I hear that. And to Matthew, you mentioned obviously Greenwood potentially coming back as well, which could happen. But the thing is with Greenwood, he's not played for what? A year and a half? Has it been? Is it two years? Two years is it almost two years? He's not going to be anywhere near match, uh, match sharp, match fitness. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be nowhere near the level he was at currently just because he's been out of the game for so long. So it's going to take him probably about half a season to get back up to speed. Oh, three to six months, yeah. bro. It's going to take him a long time to get back up to speed and the level he was at. So that's why I'm not really classing even like, oh, then bringing back Greenwood as the backup striker. It's like, no, you're way off. That's like bringing back a player who's been out with an injury for so long. Like, literally, like you said, almost two years it's been. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be nowhere near fit. But like the fact that it seems West, we're closing in on the departure of Harry Maguire, closing yeah. in on the departure of Donny van der Beek, closing in on the departure of Fred. Add McTominay to the mix. I'm all for that. I'm really all for that. And big up um, Gemini Photography as well. I see you, my guy. 
I see you. I see you. Big up. Hopefully, I'll catch up with you at Carnival at the end of the month, man. Hopefully, I'll run into you. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I will. Looking forward to it, man. It's going to be it's gonna be fire. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully, I will. Yeah, because he hit me up. He commented and he was like, yeah, man, hopefully, I'll run into you at Carnival. Because yo, the pictures he be taking, the shots is fire. You know what I'm saying? So, make sure you lot go for, um, follow Gemini Photography on, um, on Instagram. And Jez says, ironically, we did with Valise from Argentina for 10 million. Exactly. The strikers out there, just go get one. And Jez also asked, any updates on the ownership thing? No updates whatsoever. Nothing going on. No updates whatsoever. Really, really not. Let's see what else. Oh, yeah, here's another thing. A lot going on with Manchester United. Manchester United will start talks with Aaron Wambasaka for a new contract once the transfer window ends. That's from uh, Sammy Mockbell81 underscore DM on Twitter. Thoughts on this? Absolutely if it, if deserves it. it true. If it's Talk true, it. he deserves it. Because remember, we were saying that Iwan Bissaka was dead for a long time, you know, that mm -hmm. no way he can he should have been sold last season. We was all saying it. And look at him now. He he turned his he turned his fortune around. He worked on his game, he worked on his win. It's not the best, but you can see that the instructions he's taken under Eric Ten Hag has had a dramatic impact on his game. You know, him going forward has improved slightly, not the best. You know, but you can see he's working on it as well. His one-twos are getting better. His interplay and interchange, the understanding of the way he needs to be has improved. So, like, hats up to Aaron Bissaka. He deserves a new contract, if if so be, and if this is true. Because, again, I commend someone who looks at themselves in the mirror and says, I need to improve. It's funny that I say this because I was dissing Harry Maguire. But the difference between Harry Maguire and Aaron Bissaka is that he looked at himself, worked on his game, and it actually mm -hmm. worked. It actually worked, bro. We see that he worked on his game and it worked. With Maguire, he's been here for a whole season under Eric Ten Hag. We haven't seen any improvement, bro. We haven't. Even under this um, um, tutoring of um, Ricardo Cavalli, the great defender, we still saw shit Maguire making mistakes, being run out by a goalkeeper, getting shouted out as well, making a mistake on the weekend as well, you know, conceding goals, being booed. So we haven't seen any difference with Maguire, but we've seen... Major difference in Anwan's Bissaka's development of, of the game. That is a fact. So he deserves it, man. Big up to AWB, man, because he deserved it. I'm all up for it, man. There's, I can't say nothing. Yeah, nah, I'm all for. I'm all for it, 100%. Like him, I've said it before. Would I? Would I sell him? Would I sell him? No. Would I start him? Absolutely not. The improvements he made is incredible because we all wanted him gone, myself included, this time last season. Definitely the most improved player, improved on the ball. Improved on the ball, also improved defensively because we all know about him in terms of one on one. One on one, we all know that it's locked out. Like, without doubt, he's locking you down in one on one situation, no matter who the winger is. But, like, even like his back post defended, etc., his position improved. And, like, I stated, he's not good enough to be starting week in week. He's, he's not good enough to be starting week in week out, but he should be there for specialist occasions. So, like, mm -hmm. if we're closing out a game, for example, Put one massacre on our right back because just says an extra defender. Or we're going away to the Bernabeu. We're going away to PSG in the Champions League. Going away to Bayern Munich, and you're going up against, or you're going away to Napoli at AC Milan, and you're going up against the Vinicius Junior, uh, uh, KK, um, uh, Rafael Liao, uh, Mbappe, for example, and same in the Premier League as well. Going away to City. Going away to Liverpool. Going away to Arsenal. Like when you're going to one beside, yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy to take. Whether it's a Grealish whether mm -hmm. it's a, a Diaz, a Nunes, whoever's playing on the left-hand side for Liverpool, a Jota. Mm -hmm. Same mm -hmm. 
for um, Arsenal as well. Yeah, Matoma. Like, we've seen what he did to Matoma and Brighton. But yeah, for certain games away from home, it's like, that's what he should be. Specialist. And I'm all for that. Do we need an improvement in that area, though? Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, we definitely do. We definitely need so. But yeah, with Wan-Bissaka, he deserves a new deal. And I like this. Don't sell him. Don't sell a player that can be utilised at specific moments for, for specific games. Kind of like a part G song. How mm-hmm. fair you use him for specific games. He didn't start week in, week out. But sometimes you utilised him. It's, uh, Matthew says, it's unlikely that Hoyland will be able to play two matches a week for some time for a fear of developing into a stress fracture into a stress fracture, fracture which yeah. could would lead to a lengthy layoff that's from Matt Hughes DM this is the case why if this is true this is bad business it's terrible business yeah if but he, what does Matt Hughes know mm, he's just reporting that's why I said yeah. if it's true mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying if this is a big if people this is a big if I'm saying if this is indeed the case because we don't know it as gospel he could be fine Mm-hmm. I'm saying he, the majority of the season he could be playing two games a week, but I'm saying if he has these issues and this back injury is a problem, why have we signed him? That's my thoughts on it. That's bad business to do so. Well, we already have issues with injury-prone mm-hmm. players at times. We've seen it over the years. Why go and sign another one? Hence, hence why no we sense. recruited a new doctor, innit? Wait, did we? Yeah, we took Arsenal's to a doctor, bro. Oh, shit. When did they... Uh, oh, yeah, I do remember yeah, someone brought remember, that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the guy someone was doing well at Arsenal. He said, let's have some of that, you know. Big brothers always bully the little brother and say, yo, I'm taking your shit. What could Arsenal do? So, but if if, if Manchester United, they do their research, I, I I trust this club with this with this current regime, people in charge, especially 10 up, they, they will do their due diligence on the player, especially the medical report that they receive. So if they felt like it was something that would, basically harm him or doesn't if we was to sign him and it'd be like it wouldn't work out because of the the, the amount of injuries he could con- would, would, he could take then they wouldn't sign him so I, our club wouldn't sign someone like that if they know that this this will have a will hamper his um progress and his yeah. development like you've got professionals in that field that will do the right medical tests the right assessment to see that oh no it's just a minor thing we can probably operate on it at the end of next season. It's not a big of a deal. The guy's fit. Yeah, just that we just need to just monitor it for the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks or months until until it's fine, until towards the end of the season. So I hope it's not a big thing, man. I hope it's just a, a minor situation. But I know these sh- stress factors on the back, coming from the medical field, working in the general practice, it can have a big effect, man. Yeah, hopefully it is just a minor, like you said. I'm hope I'm really hoping so. Big up to everyone that is tapped in. Continue to get your questions in. Please keep it Manchester United related. Of course, if you super chat, we'll get straight to your comment or your question. Don't forget, link for the membership is in the pinned comment, people. So if you wanna if you wanna wait to get on the channel, join the membership. Many great perks, unseen videos as well, unreleased videos also to watch on the membership. Take priority um, on fan calling shows as well, which I've got going on today, 8.30 p.m. We're currently at 7,529 subscribers. Get us to 7,530. There's over 50 people watching right now. I'm only asking for one subscriber. One subscriber. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't indeed. Come on, you lot. A like check, 1212. We're only at 44 likes. Six more. Get us up to 50 likes. You know, what, we, what we doing? Get us up to 50 exactly. likes. Hit that like button. Like, check, one, two, one, two. And subscribe to Ivorian's channel. The link is in the title, Red United TV. Click the link, opens up a new tab. You can subscribe to his channel. Go follow him on Twitch as well, Red United TV. And follow Sarcasm City TV on Twitch as well, people. 
let's see what else you lot are saying. Um, could be that it's almost healed, he didn't play or not. It's mm -hmm. looking that bad. Hopefully, like I said, it, it's okay. I'm really, really hoping so. But we spoke about departures. Mm -hmm. Spoke about... Yeah, we'll go with the incomings. Do you like the fact that we're looking at centre-back in, in Jean-Claire? <laughs> Jean-Claire, Jean mon frère. Yeah, no? Jean-Claire. Okay. <laughs> I had to put the accent on it. <laughs> Bro, forget yeah. me. Just to make it sound offensive. Jean-Claire, you know? Jean-Claire. Jean-Claire. Oui, oui. <laughs> yeah. Jean we'll go and carry on. No, I like the fact that we're still going to um, going for more players, you know, because of course the squad is not complete yet. We know that there's a lot of work that needs to be done into the Manchester United start eleven and also the squad depth as well. Because we have the Champions League, we need quality players because we lack that in our um, squad depth as well. So I still like the fact, but the only thing I just don't like, I think it, we all agree on, is the signing of Mason Mount because that's still. I still that makes me frown and look at Ten Hag sideways like huh? <laughs> well no. Ten Hag thinks he's gonna be successful here, so let's see mm -hmm. it. Let's see because what I've seen in, in the preseason, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not entirely impressed, but maybe because it's preseason um flawless, maybe when the season actually starts, he starts doing magic. I don't, know. Only, I don't know. The thing is, but we know, know he's not you said that they're in preseason. Did Mason Mount do anything that did his performance surprise you? That's what I'll ask you. Or did he just look like Mason Mount in red? Mason Mount in Chelsea. He looks like the Mason yeah. Mount that I saw in the Yeah, game. of course. Like it makes sense. Like that's mm -hmm. why I'm not even shocked. Like people are like, oh are you shocked by Mason because I've not watched preseason. Mm -hmm. But people say, oh, Are you shocked by like what you're hearing about Mason Mount? No. Or he's 007 in preseason. He's never been a <laughs> prolific goal scorer or got plenty of assists. What are we he talking runs about? around a lot, though. He presses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's calm. Yeah, yeah that's, I've never doubted him off the ball. Off the ball is cool. Like, I know this about Mason Mount. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. At 110%. Like, without doubt. Like, we know exactly what it is with Mason Mount. No, he's not that good. So I'm not shocked. I'm really, really not shocked whatsoever. So that I think that's a, I think that's an error on, on Ten Hag's part. And I think yeah. that will come back to Bios. And I think he'll rectify that next summer. Or maybe even this season, because he might drop him. Don't mm. get game time, don't get him mistaken, but I can see him dropping him, especially if we sign an Amrabat and another. I'm hoping it's Amrabat. Amrabat gives us many options of playing the various different ways from 3 5 2 to 4 3 3, 4 2 3 1 in certain games, you know, especially big games where you need that specialist in 1v1 and tackling, you know. So that that's that there is a great idea as well, man. And then, and Flores, what I'm seeing right now with, I think I've never spoken to you guys before, I'm seeing a new system coming into play with Talk the 3 1. Four one formation with three at the back holding a high line with Onana coming in as well. I'm starting to see what I've been waiting to see since mm -hmm. last season. The implement of the four three three system and then the three one four one formation where a lot of players are playing in this variety of positions. Wing backs are being played forward. The left the left back is going into, into the centre back position to hold the, the the line with the three defenders where players are placed in various positions where they can just catch people off guard. Like, I'm seeing a lot of the, of the way Manchester United are playing this season, man. I mean, you guys will see it as the season progresses. It's still a learning curve for a lot of these players. So, yeah, we'll see the quick transitions as well, the transitional plays from two, three pass moves turning into a, a, a scoring opportunity. I'm seeing that there, especially with Onana. So, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. And I'm liking the keeper regardless of the mistakes that we've seen that's been made, you know. 
the that could have happened to De Gea. Don't get it twisted. You know, if De Gea was told to be playing the same to replicate Onana's performances and go up as high as possible, the same thing could have happened to David De Gea. David De Gea would not have stopped that. You know. So, yeah. Now, the reason why the same thing would have happened to the hair because he would have been off, he wouldn't have been off his line. You know what? Oh, like. Bro, this season he had to be off his line, bro. That's David, true to an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's playing. true to an extent. It's a yeah, different you season. Right. You he right. laid right. his foundation. Everyone had a whole season to understand his foundation. This is the second season. There's no more foundation, bro. We're building the house. The foundation of the house is done. We're starting to build the, the stairs, the walls now. You get me, you know, you know, until that until we get to the roof. So you have to be off your line. You have to be playing a high line now. David De Gea had no chance of being staying at the back if for this season. No way. That's why he got sold, bro. I mean, yeah. that's why they released him. Because he just knew he couldn't do it. So, yeah, man, I'm liking this, man. I'm really liking this. Um, but the signing so far, good. Apart from Christian Eriksen. And then Manchester United will continue to go into the market to sign. Fantastic. Because, again, I said it before, we're not done yet. We're nowhere near done for the season to go to the season and get. Well, the... do you? I know you want us to sign more players, but do you think mm -hmm. we sign more players? Yes, we, I okay. think we do. For the fact that we are selling players, and we well, was well told that Manchester United, in order to mm -hmm. sign more, you need to sell and balance mm -hmm. the book. So, for the fact that we're selling Maguire and McTominay, we've been negotiations and talks. Mm -hmm. We're in negotiations and talks for Fred and Van der Beek as well, and probably one other player that I haven't mentioned, and they still got to sell Henderson, we will still sign. I believe we can, we're still probably going to sign two or three more players. We're going to sign a backup goalkeeper, for sure. For mm. sure. That is on the list, because if we're selling Dean Henderson, we've got to sign a backup goalkeeper. Um, luckily, the Black and East guy Oh, Zion. Going yeah, yeah. Zion, yeah, yeah. It seems he's going elsewhere. And Emma says yeah. we are playing because I've not watched preseason people because I've just got no time for it. Says, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry, she says we are playing so much higher up the pitch with O'Nana. It's actually wild. I like that. That's why mm -hmm. with the whole thing when people are trying to mock him about, oh, you got lose the loss fault. That's not an O'Nana. But obviously, people go run bands, people go mm -hmm. run jokes, usual stuff. Like, that's mm -hmm. just legit. What yeah, they, they will do that. But at the end of the day, we've got a terrific goalkeeper that can beat the press as well with his passing. Oh. You know, you can't press, you can't press Onano. Yeah. Um, the manager Pep said it as well. We can't press that guy. There's there's no point trying, bro. Like the guy will find that pass, like beat the press if it's a long goal kick, and it will be an accurate long goal kick that turns it straight to it to an attacking situation. It's fantastic. The only thing mm -hmm. I, I will say about Onano is focus. The focus, you know, because sometimes their erratic behavior and the erratic move happens, you know. I think it happens with a lot of black goalkeepers for some reason, you know. We just do some mad things, you know. That sometimes... we just don't really like in in in, in history, like well, in previous not even previous times, I should say modern not even modern day times in the last 20, 30 years, there hasn't been a lot of successful black goalkeepers. We don't really produce goalkeepers like that. Yeah, we we've only what the only thing I can black goalkeeper I can remember is Dido. Dido, that's yeah, it. Dido. Dido. And even he that's... had his even his he fell off. He had a like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that's it. So we don't really create too. Yeah. We don't really produce too many. But hopefully, Onana's they like, say because you got Onana, you got Mike Minyong as well. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, you, the one thing I'm about to say, Onana with a save. Sometimes you know he likes to make those Hollywood saves where you're supposed to catch it, but you tip it over for a corner, and then you concede from the corner. You know, those stuff we need to watch out for. But I hope that gets mm -hmm. eradicated out of the game. And I'm glad he conceded a goal from the halfway line. Better, it's better to concede a goal from the halfway line. Yeah, in preseason, so you can get the marginal line in distancing right, and we yeah. and Ten Hag can work on it. It's better to do it now than Wolves. Am I right? Yes or no? 
Oh yeah, facts. Yeah. Preseason is the time to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like Emma mm -hmm. just said it there. Mistakes mm -hmm. need to happen in preseason so they're out yeah. of the system before preseason. You can starts. iron it out. Ten Hag can mm -hmm. iron it out. So okay, maybe I got the distance wrong. You know, because mm -hmm. it was a mistake by Dalo, but no one wants to put into content of how he conceded that goal. They just want to laugh at us. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Like I don't don't forget troops. I saw that, bro. I saw that post, bro. They wanted to troll us, but never put the real content of how no, we of got there. You know, how did we how did we get there? You know, no one ever posts how did we get there, just just how we got there. You know, that's mm -hmm. what they like to post. Sky Sports did the same thing, all those media's junkies did the same thing. But I'm liking what I'm seeing, man. And I truly believe we will sign some players, man. What about you, bro? Well, with, yeah, what I think you? we'll sign definitely more. I'm about yes, I think we'll sign. We need Jean Claire. I like that. Um, somebody asked as well about Christensen. Just to annoy Lewis, from a selfish standpoint, it'd be hilarious <laughs> just for me to be able to troll Lewis for all the trolling he gave me in regards to the whole Mason Mount deal. But would I like Christian? No, because too injury prone. I actually think he's a good centre-back. And him as a squad player, I have no issue with. Problem is, can't stay fit. And him is mm -hmm. Tommy Aids and stomach, stomach bugs and cold and not well. I actually think he's a good, um, I actually think he's a good centre-back. I do. I genuinely think he's a, I think he's a very good centre-back. Competent, but can't stay fit. So that's why I would stay away. However, if Barcelona, if it was cheap, say it was a free, I don't know what his deal's going on and why we've been linked to him. But if it was a free, or it was like five, 10 million. Why not? Why not? And he is away. That's how much I rate him. Even though he's not an athlete, he's fast enough. He shifts enough. And he'd be back up. So yeah, why not? But I wouldn't go out of my way to go get Christensen. No, I definitely would not. And Emma says, but why are they interested in our preseason games? It's funny. Hated the door, never ignored. We're That's a juggernaut. Right. Whether we're playing exceptionally well, whether we're playing average, whether we're playing poor, whether we're competing for league titles, competing for top four, competing to, for top seven or finishing 12th like Chelsea. We move the needle. We, doesn't matter. City want to treble, we're the conversation. Mm -hmm. Arsenal yeah, exactly. challenge for a league title, we're the conversation. Chelsea spend 600, 600, 800, 600 to 800 million, finish 12th, have more managers than they do league goals in a month, have more managers than they do league goals at times in a month. Yeah, they've had more managers in a month at times than they've scored league goals. We're still the conversation. Exactly. Like saying? I said Klopp, before, Klopp went from chasing top four to, mm -hmm. to it went from chasing uh, four trophies to top four. We're still the conversation. Still the conversation. Exactly. There's people, there's, there's, there's members of the Spurs board who are potentially in jail. We're still the conversation. <laughs> Barcelona are selling <laughs> wedding packages where you can go get married for 50 euros at the new camp. We're still the conversation. Absolutely. Because why? When we shit, the whole world smells our shit. We are bro. still the conversation. <laughs> it's us. Hated, adored, never ignored. Exactly. It's so, us. Bro. Just for real, for real. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's everything, though. Are we covered? Oh, yeah, this as well. This is another good piece of news. Our NASA have held talks with Eric Bailly, uh representatives over a potential move. They have not submitted a formal bid yet. That's from a Sky Sports chef. Hey, chef saying a lot, man. My guy, the ball done he used on Sky Sports. All right. But mm -hmm. hey, Eric Bailly, all over this. Move him on. Move him hey, on. Hey, where's, where's the bid? 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 Where's, where, where's the bid? Let, let, Make that bid. Get, Make the bid. Let's move on, Eric Bailly. Let's get a nice five to ten million. There we go. To Kingsley says, flawless. Who would be a better buy, Tadebo or Christensen? Knowing Verratti's injury prone, Christensen is too. However, Tadebo isn't experienced. For that, I'd go with Tadebo because, like I stated, for Christian, if Christensen could stay fit, I'd say, all right, mm -hmm. cool, Christensen, because he's tried and tested here, and I rate him and he's experienced, etc. Won big trophies. 
played in the league, played um, over in the league. He's played champs, played Europa League, etc., etc. But yeah, I'd go and sign Tadebo. That's what I would go and do simply because I'd, I'm not checked. I'll have to double check his injury record. But I know if he had a terrible injury record, people would have brought it up. So yeah, for me, Tadebo. That's where it is. Same for me. Same for me. You're saying Tadebo as well? Yeah, it makes sense. It does rather than go for. We already have one centre-back in Varane who don't play week in, week out, even though he improved that last season to then go get another one who doesn't. And Emma says, warm weather would probably be good for buying his injuries. Maybe go get money, man. If we can get a 10 million, I'm with it. I'm with it. And Jez says, how is Tadebo not experienced? He's been playing football since 19 and he's 23 now as a first-teamer. Yeah, he's played in one of the top European leagues. So I'm mm -hmm. for that. Not sure if he has any European experience, but 23, cool. Playing in league on, cool. No issues. Whatsoever. I'm not sure if Nice have been in Europe at some point, but I'm guessing they probably have at some point. But yeah, we're going to close out here, people. Don't forget, all the shows on the channel, people, all the shows on the YouTube channel and the Twitch channel are available on audio-only platforms. Apart from fan-calling shows, watch-alongs and pro clubs, audio of the shows, including this one, the Mandem United podcast are available on audio-only platforms. I dropped I drop the links in the chat. The links are also underneath in the description. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. So make sure you follow us on SoundCloud if you listen on there. Five spot, Spotify, five star or some followers if you're on there. iTunes as well. I know there's some Android uh, watches right now. If you're on Android, Spotify, hit the follow button on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Sarcasm City TV, Spotify, sorry, and five star us. iTunes as well. If you have an iPhone, five star us and also leave us a comment as well, people, because you might just not want to have the YouTube app. YouTube app open you might want to listen while you're cooking while you're cleaning while you're driving while you're at work maybe at the gym maybe on your way to work maybe just be traveling about and say I don't want to have the YouTube app open and there is a new playlist and with the new season starting as well people there is a new playlist of every single show on the channel now so Mandem United podcast obviously had the summer transfer um, playlist this is now Manchester United 2023 slash 24 sorry this is the first uh, video on the playlist so make sure you check out the playlist and if this is your separate uh, if this is your favorite show then go check out the Monday United podcast playlist people because then you can just watch them back to back to back by Ivorian anything you want to add before we do indeed close out may I miss yes. something oh, no 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 everything that we've covered you know as always guys thank you as well it's, um, we're back again the season is about to start I'm looking forward to it mm -hmm. as well and for me, you know, for those who don't want to know where I am, Reggie Night TV, subscribe to Reggie Night TV. Follow me personally, Avron underscore Spice. Live 8 p.m. on Mondays, but of course, we play on Monday. So it's the live watch long. And then my live podcast, the catch up that we reflect on the game, will be on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. So make sure you check that out as well. And watch yesterday's podcast as well. And of course, follow me on Instagram, follow Red Night TV one on Instagram. You know, one of the biggest. I feel, I, in my opinion, one of the best um, pages out there, you know, in terms of YouTube or content page, you know. Of course it's Especially facts. if you're a United fan. Facts, Get all is. your news, everything, clips and everything. I'll be watching your because yo, your clips uh, crack me up, whether it's clips of this show or just yeah. clips in general. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's jokes. And then you do the, the, the um, is it a Woman, woman Crush Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, jokes. Nice you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah it's so yeah. And <laughs> Madam in the chat, I know you lot are like the Woman's Crush Wednesday and mm -hmm. that Ivorian be doing with, with the, the women in um the United Church. So if there's any women who watching who want to actually just hit up Ivorian, yeah, you may want to be involved in that. DM me, send me your best picture, bro. I'll tag you, you in. Make you that's famous. It, bro. This guy joke. I mean, 
girls. Sorry. sorry, it's just how we talk, isn't it? I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, I hear talk. you. <laughs> I hear you. I fully hear what you're saying. And big up to Matthew. We almost forgot this. Obviously, United had um, launched a third kit. I want to say the announcement video was fire. The <laughs> announcement video was fire. Great to see Roy Keane there working. 110%. And third, the prawn sandwiches at the end. For those that don't know, just type in Roy Keane prawn sandwiches and you'll get the joke as to why I like that. And add on top of that, that third kit's fire. I need to, fire. I'm not going to pay because I don't want to put the, um, I don't want to put any more, I don't want to put any money in the Glazers' pockets, but I'm going to try and version. get a kit. No, 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 I'm going to get a kit. I'm going to get a kit. I want that third kit. That third kit's fire. I'm, I'm going to get it 100%. I got a plug. No, you know what listen, I'm saying? I got I'm a plug. sure there is somewhere, you got a plug that it's not yeah. it's like a replica that doesn't go to back. Nah, I've got a plug who will get me the kit. So I don't have reason have to worry about that. And I get it for free. So it's not a problem. Like I want that. I see that third kit. But just to this, um, he says, you'd think if Radcliffe was buying uh, United, he'd sell Jean Claire cheap. Hopefully, it's still a sign of Qatar. And people were saying that as well. So let me just dispel this. I did see this on Twitter. Um, what about the young Brazilian striker? Not that. I don't know who the name Kingsley would have to say the name of the young Brazilian striker. Not sure who you're talking about. He says, Did you guys see the third uh, jersey release with the hint of Qatari flag? Let me just clarify. There's no hint of no Qatari flag. It is merely a coincidence, people. It has no <laughs> bearing. Stop reaching. Stop doing the Dow Sim. Stop getting gassed. The third kit has no bearing on the Qatari flag. It's just a third kit. That's mm -hmm. all it is. Let me clarify that. Zero bearing. Zero. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, your thoughts on the announcement video before we do close up? Um, I, I truly like that one. I, I, to be fair, you know what? I wasn't sure because I know Roy Keane squashed his beef with Manchester United Football Club a long time ago because I believe he played in a charity match as well, you know? Yeah, he did, he did, he did. He did, so after that beef is squashed, man. But it's nice to see um, Roy Keane getting himself back involved with the club, you know? You know, he's, he's he's a legend of the club as well, so to see that there and, and, and the pitches. But I just, I love the club. I mean, I, lo I love the kit, man. The kit is fire. Like, yeah, the kit's fire. We've, we've fire. had many white kits, yeah, but this the one, I think, is one of the best ones we've ever seen. And, and I, I can understand the fans, they can they can envision Qatar Airways on that white yeah, shirt, fair. you know, which I, this is what they want. But, guys, there is no hint of Qatar flag on that. Bro. I, even, I no, didn't even notice. No. I'm like, where did you get that from? Because I looked to, at well, Because shirt. the colors are I similar. Zoomed because in. Of the, I zoomed in. It's because of the white, and then mm -hmm. like that color is like a Qatari esque, you know, the, the secondary color on the kit. Ah, uh, yes, I know. The was it? The, what's the? It's got that white section in it. Yeah, it's got yeah, white, and then it's yeah, got yeah. like the bits around the collar and on the edge yeah. and stuff like that's Come what on, it guys. is. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's people reaching. But anyways, right. love to everyone that has locked into the Monday United podcast. We're back today. What else we got coming up? Fan calling show, eight thirty p.m. People. Fan calling, fan calling show, 8.30 p.m. live on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. You don't have to support Manchester United, don't matter who you support. It's open to everybody. So if everyone in the chat who got any questions they want to ask, um, they may want to get have a rant about something, they may want to disagree with me about something as well, that's absolutely fine. That's live on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch, 8.30 p.m. UK time. So, yeah, about two hours and 40, yeah, two hours and 50 minutes from now, people. That's on the Twitch and then back at midnight, for the Manchester United Liverpool show. Myself and Saint talking all things Manchester United, talking all things Liverpool. That's midnight UK time. All these shows are mentioned are on the upcoming live stream schedule here on the YouTube. Also, the upcoming live stream schedule on the Twitch as well. So much people. You know what I'm saying in that? So much. Uh, Emma says, 
Wait, Emmy, yeah, yeah, you're a joker. You know <laughs> you're a joker. I'm just seeing what she said. You're a joker. But Matthew says, best of the free kits by Miles. I love it's just as a devil as the badge. Yeah, the kits fire. I've seen it. I was like, yeah, that's nice. I'm definitely getting that. 100%. Samuel, I've got, I can't bring you in with the third kit. I've, I've got to do it for myself, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, my plug A, you don't move like that. That's what it is. But I've already let them know where they can find you, what you got coming up all, all week and all that good stuff. I am, and um, this week I've got some short videos to be releasing tomorrow um, on Thursday. So watch out for Thursday. I might be going live to, for the latest news as well. So watch out the calendar as well. And of course, the, the Watch Along Monday. So make sure you tune into both channels. Have them both side by side. You know, mute, mute your TV so you can hear our punditry and commentary yeah, on Monday because it's against the big bad Wolverhampton, the big bad wolves. And hopefully we can get our three points. And again, I'm live for the catch-up, which will be usually on Monday at 8 p.m. when the season kicks in, because we reflect on the previous game and we dissect it. But it will be live. It will be on Tuesday next week because of Monday we'll play. But yeah, man, big up to everyone, man. Again, again, I have to say again, Team Crawford, as always, you get me. Oh, yeah, Crawford was on smoke. Boom. Smoke. Mm -hmm. you get me. Smoke. Facts. Facts mm -hmm. on smoke. Um, but yeah, love to everyone that's locked in. This has been the Monday United Podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Thank you very much for tuning in.